Hi friends, this is Megan, and you're listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast, where we encourage women to love Jesus and live purposely in every area of life. Hello friend and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully. Today's podcast is going to be so good. We have a guest, Allison Golden from Words Are Golden on the podcast and we are talking about the power of our words. We're also diving into another fun topic that is really, um, I just think, very relatable to many people in regards to work and purpose and I'm super stoked for you to hear that part of the conversation as well. Allison's journal actually just dropped this week which is so exciting Um, so I can't wait for you to hear all about it but also just hear this sweet conversation that we have regarding our words and the power of them not only to others but also to ourselves and how important it is for our words to be rooted in Christ. I hope and pray that you are encouraged and equipped by this incredible episode. My heart is for you, for you to walk with Jesus well and for you to live purposefully. I want to encourage you before we start this episode today to encourage one friend today by sharing this episode with them. Just one person built them up in their walk with Christ today. I know that I can't wait to share it with my friends, which is all of you. And of course, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast so that you don't miss a single encouraging episode and leave a review so that others stumbling on here will know whether or not they should check it out. Okay, now whether you're sitting, ready to take notes, cleaning your house, cooking, driving home from work, maybe you're at work, get ready to be encouraged and equipped. Allison, thank you so much for coming on the She Lives Purposefully podcast. It is so exciting to have you on. So I gave a little intro already, but why don't you just share about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Um, Yeah, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, it's such a joy to be on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. But like she said, my name is Allison Golden, and I run the Instagram account Words Are Golden, and I recently just wrote a journal that releases on July 12th, and it's also called Words Are Golden, but I also am a part-time pediatric nurse, which I have been doing for almost four years. Um, I was looking today, and I just saw that I passed my NCLEX four years ago today. I can't believe it's been four years and it's been a whirlwind. So when I'm not being a nurse, I am writing and running the online ministry Words Are Golden that I started about two and a half years ago. And so that's a little bit about me. And I also live in San Diego, which is a joy. I live here with my husband and we are involved in ministry at our church. We're both on staff there. And so it's a joy to do ministry with him and then also run my little online ministry thing I've got going. (laughs) I love it. First of all, I'm so jealous that you live in San Diego. That's like my dream place to move to. So (laughs) that's so much fun. You gotta come visit. (laughs) I will. Yeah, no, that's so fun. But um, so incredible. I am so excited for your journal to come out. Okay, so we'll be talking a lot about that today and I will be linking that too in the show notes because I have the Amazon link um, so that people can get that. I'm super stoked for it. Um, But before we talk about 
um, all of that. And just, I feel like talking a lot about like the power of the tongue and words and all of those things I wanted to talk about because you are working right now part-time as a nurse. And that was just a recent transition. You were full-time before. So full-time and then in ministry and running words are golden. Um, and I, I just think that's so important because working is a command. And I remember a couple of years ago, my pastor taught on um, how a lot of times we think that like, if we are not working solely our passion, like our passion project, then we're living kind of unfulfilled. I think that sometimes we get that mentality and how that is just not the case. It's working is something that we're supposed to be doing. Um, it's in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, um, and it's something that we do in obedience to the Lord. Um, and, you know, I, all of these different stories, like David, when he defeated Goliath, he was working as a shepherd, and Ruth was working when she met Boaz, and Jesus was a carpenter, you know, before he started his ministry. And so I, I just love, because I think a lot of times we see people who are already in this place of like, all right, I'm doing this full time, and that's so exciting, that's so incredible, but for a lot of people out there who have these passion projects and things that they feel like the Lord has called them to, but are also in a place where they are in a full-time or part-time career elsewhere. I think it's encouraging to see other people who are in that space too. So you are running words are golden right now, part-time used to be full-time. Can you talk a little bit just about that? And just encouraging others who may be in a similar spot or, you know, maybe want to pursue something, I think, that they feel the Lord is calling them to, but feel like maybe they don't have the time because they have a full-time job. And it's like, no, like if you know the Lord is calling you to something, step into those things. Totally. Yes. I love this topic, actually. Uh, it's something that I've been working through. Mm honestly, within the past like two years and wrestling with and yeah. asking the Lord about because it's something that I was struggling with, you know, thinking that, oh, like I've found this new passion of mine. I need to chase after it with all of my heart. I can't do it if I'm a full-time nurse and just sitting with that and wrestling it and praying and asking the Lord, you know, what do you have for me? What do you want me to do? And I didn't know I had this passion for writing and sharing with women when I started being a nurse. It happened and came about after I had started the job that I have right now. And in that, the Lord has, you know, given me this new passion, but I still do have a passion to be a nurse also. But I would say right now, um, I being a nurse is hard. Obviously, we all know that within the last few years, yeah. it's been really hard and burnout is real. But when the Lord wants you somewhere, he is going to do everything he can to keep you there and show you that he's going to strengthen you to stay there. And that's what I've learned. Mm. I have seen him strengthen me to stay as a nurse, as well as strengthen me to run an online ministry. And I've just prayed and asked him, Lord, I don't, necessarily have the time to do this but if it's your will I know that you're going to give me the time to do it and almost praying for like supernatural time in a way yeah. like Lord just create time make it happen and he completely has and it's just surrendering to his will and his way and he is going to do what he wants to do even when it's hard and it may not be what we want because I actually had quit my job a few months ago. I had told my managers I was leaving and I felt the Lord tell me to do that. 
But then he was so kind to show me, honestly, my purpose as a nurse Mm -hmm. and on the unit that I was on. And I realized I actually didn't want to leave and I wanted to stay. And he was so kind and I have the opportunity to go part-time instead when I thought that that just like wasn't an option at all. And so he is just so kind and it, I just want to encourage you guys that if you're in a job and you do have that passion project, all you can do is lay it at the feet of Jesus. There's nothing we can do to control it and take it in our own hands. Because if we try to take it in our own hands, then it's not going to turn out as great as it is when we place it at the feet of the Lord. And he's going to do what he wants to do in his timing. And that could be waiting a few years until you go full time in your passion project or it could be that you do both for a really long time and yeah. that's okay. You don't need to be able to say like, oh, I'm full-time in ministry or I'm a full-time writer, I'm a full-time speaker. There's still so much ministry work to be done outside of ministry, if you know what I'm kind of saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I think it's so important to talk about, and I love too how you said like, if the Lord wants you somewhere, he's going to put you there or keep you there or wherever it is. And I think that really speaks to, and again, just talking about these Bible characters and like in your own life and in the lives of so many that like the work that sometimes I think we, we really glorify the people that are full-time in their passion project. And that is what the Lord has for them. And that is fantastic. That's like so beautiful but that doesn't mean that doing something that maybe is not your passion project or is a job that is not kind of this like instagrammable you know whatever it is kind of job is not something as equal as equally purposeful for what the lord has for you you know like the lord has us in different places for a reason and and so i think it's just so important to like bring that to light and and talk about that and just say too thank you i know the last couple years have been so crazy for nurses so thank you for all that you do um (laughs) it's just yeah so crazy i have like beyond so much respect for um just nurses and and everybody who uh, helped so much in the world in the past couple years so yeah thank you for all you do and um yeah (laughs) anyway yeah thank you for sharing all of that i think again it's just it's just so important to know that the lord has each of us in a different place and it's for a reason and no station is really higher than another in the lord's eyes if that's where he has you that is where he has you period and there's purpose in it and we can all be his hands and feet in the different places that we are in like full stop Before we continue, I can't wait to tell you about one of our sponsors for this episode and the deal that I have for you with them. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Life is full of twists and turns, moments of growth, and moments where we feel like we are taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself and your loved ones through all of the struggles that life can bring. Faithful Counseling will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. I've always supported others going to counseling, but I didn't think that I needed it. When I went to counseling for the first time a couple of years ago, it was life-changing and mindset-changing. Most importantly, my counselor was a Christian and brought the Lord into all of our conversations. At Faithful Counseling, you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and schedule weekly videos or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. 
Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed until you find the right fit for you. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We all need to talk to someone and Faithful Counseling can help. Visit faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully and get the professional faith-based counseling that you deserve. She Lives Purposefully podcast listeners get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com. She lives purposefully. If this sounds like something you're interested in, a bunch of you have already taken advantage of this offer. So go check out faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully. Now let's continue our chat with Allison. So now to really dive into talking about um, a big part about what your new journal is about and talking about the power of tongue and words and all these things. But your new journal, Words Are Golden, an inspirational journal. Tell us a little bit um, about that and then and then we can just dive into, into this topic. Yeah, so the journal has like 47 different words in it and it's all about diving into the power of God's word mm-hmm. and how that empowers us to use the power of our words. And so there's 47 words and each word has a little short devotional, a Bible verse, questions to dive into with the word, a creative activity that has um, just like my handwriting and calligraphy or some other different ideas that I'd come up with that you can trace or do yourself and then a challenge to do with the word. So that's using the word in a prayer, encouraging a friend with that word or so many other challenges that there are within the journal that you can do to just kind of understand what the Lord means when he's using that word in the Bible, Mm. understanding what the word means in our world and then being able to use that word or use words similar to it to speak that truth over yourself and to go out in the world and speak it over others. And so that's what the journal is. It's super fun and bright colored. Actually, I have it right here. Oh, yay. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see this right now. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. Oh, that's Um, gorgeous. And so, yeah, I'm super excited for it to go out into the world and for this message that the Lord has put in my heart to finally get to his people. I love it. I I think, yeah, I'm just so excited for it. And I think that that message is so important. One, because I think that we really, I don't know if it's just growing or maybe I'm realizing it more and more. We really are so negative with ourselves and I think we see it in scripture so much, but like the power of words is really crazy. And I think that yeah. we we don't realize that as often as we should. And so I think this really highlights that, which is important. But I love too that this is all based in scripture because there are so many different affirmations or whatever it is that just are not necessarily true. And so they're affirming things that aren't even, you know, true and so that's not going to be helpful either and so to have this be such a scripture based um journal i think i think is so great but yeah let's dive into the power of the tongue so in first peter three ten, um and you know you know all of these but it says whoever desires to love life and seek good days let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit which i just thought is such like a powerful a powerful verse colossians 4 6 says let your speech always be gracious seasoned with salt so that you may know how how you ought to answer each person 
I really love that verse a lot because it's like one is gracious, but also seasoned with salt. Like it is really like worth something. And then Proverbs 15, 4, a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. And I, I love these verses because I think they really just exemplify like how much power just our words and the things that we say have. And even I guess the things that we think before we say those things, because it comes to our mind first. So you talk about, you know, how words are so powerful and they have the ability to speak life, to bring joy or the opposite, to tear us down and to destroy. Tell us a little bit just like from scripture about the tongue, about words. Um, And are there verses that kind of really caught your eye when you were putting this together? Yeah, so one of my favorite verses, and it is in the Passion Translation, which is more of um, like a summarization of the Bible. It's, you know, it's similar to the message, but I just love what it says in Ephesians 4.29. It says, never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts Mm -hmm. that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to them. And I just love that it says your words are beautiful gifts our words are beautiful gifts that we get to use to encourage others. And so I just think that that's so beautiful. And it's kind of what I have based Words Are Golden on is to encourage people to use their words as beautiful gifts. And then another verse is from Psalm 1910. And this is just the Lord's kindness. And when I created Words Are Golden, I didn't have this verse or know this verse. And then he's kind of revealed it to me recently. And so Psalm 1910 says, the decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, Mm. than much pure gold. They're sweeter than honey, than honey from a honeycomb. And in the Bible, when it says decrees or it says rules, it's referring to God's word and his laws that are in the Bible. And it's literally saying that it's more precious than gold. And back then gold was like the most prized possession. And it's telling us that God's word is our most prized possession. Mm. It is the one thing that we should hold highest in our life. And so I just think that it's so beautiful. Like his word is golden. And then when we're rooted in his word and in his truth, our words can be golden too. And our words can impact others and uplift others. And it's just blows my mind, to be honest. It's so, so amazing and so cool. And the Lord has blessed us and given us words to use to, you know, change the world, introduce people to the Lord love people like he does through the way that we speak to them and so it's just our words are beautiful gifts (laughs) i love it i yeah i love that the way that it said that the beautiful gifts i think that's so well beautiful yeah um but that's so incredible and really just gives such a good picture of like what is actually happening when we do speak And I love too, just that you were talking about and just like it talks about in that verse, like really rooting everything that we say in scripture and making sure that it's coming from that and coming from, you know, the Holy Spirit within us and it's not just coming from any other place. And, and that really like, I think relates to everything we do as well, like all of our deeds and everything we think, but like everything we say. And I think sometimes we really focus on, and we'll talk about it a little bit later too, but, um, 
how words can have such a negative impact. You know, I feel like in first grade, we all did the toothpaste thing where you can't like take it back and put it back in, but really focusing on too, like you were just saying, like the positive impact they can have, I think is really beautiful to make us be more purposeful and intentional with the words that we do choose to tell ourselves, but also to tell other people. What um, made you passionate about sharing this message in the first place? Yeah, I think mainly just something he'd been speaking to me about and teaching me. I used to, you know, stare at my Bible and be like, "Ah, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. It feels too confusing. And it was just the enemy lying to me. Mm. And like the Lord asks us to seek him and he will seek us. And so when we put that like 0.1% in of seeking him, of opening our Bibles and reading one verse, he's going to meet us there. And I ended up falling in love with God's word and becoming so hungry for it. I had never had a hunger to read my Bible before. And I just prayed and asked him, Lord, like, I want to get to know you. I want to be hungry for you. And he's so kind and he instilled that within me. And so I just realized how powerful his word is. And when I believe it for myself, then it's easier to speak over others. And so I kind of just got really passionate about this message of encouraging people to use their words in such a powerful and profound way, because that's what we're called to do. And Mm. it's a beautiful gift that the Lord has given us to be able to do. So um, that's kind of where it kind of stemmed from. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. So like to jumping, jumping off of that, like we've talked about in society right now so much, there's just a lot of, and even, you know, just in our own hearts, this isn't like just a societal thing. There is Mm -hmm. so much, I feel like we're consumed with negativity. Maybe it's bitterness, gossip, all of these things that revolve around our words and the things that we speak and to where that's rooted in because none of those things are rooted in scripture. Um, Mm -hmm. So what are, um, and maybe it's from your journal or just in your own heart, what are some kind of practical ways to combat that? Um, And how would you too encourage that woman who maybe it's her, maybe she's the one who's gossiping, who's negative, who's bitter, all those things and she wants to change that um how would you how would you encourage her in that yeah so it's the enemy who tells us that gossiping is okay and Mm. who makes us feel like it feels good and obviously we've all gossiped in our life we're all sinners and it it makes you feel good and um that's not what we're called to do we're not called to bring others down we're called to lift them up and so Honestly, it's making a choice to not say anything or to shift a conversation in a different direction. And I get it. It's so hard to do. Um, It's, yeah, it's so hard to do. But if we rely on the strength of the Lord to help us and we ask him to help us not talk negative about other people and not talk negative about ourselves even and we're rooted in his word and we're reading our bibles then our mind is going to begin to transform and we can ask him to help our minds transform so that we can choose to speak life over other people even if they've wronged us even if we don't agree with them that doesn't give us the right to talk bad about them and build Mm -hmm. them down because they're a human being too 
And I'm sure we've all hurt people in our lives and not everybody agrees with us. And I would definitely feel better if I knew somebody just chose to not say anything about me rather than talk negatively about me. And I'm sure we can all agree on that. Yeah. So it really is just making that choice. And we can't make that choice on our own strength. It's giving it to the Lord and inviting him in and asking us to, or asking him to help us to tame our tongue and to only use our tongue to speak life and speak truth. So yeah. I'm not perfect at it though. Definitely <laughs> not perfect at it. <laughs> no, uh, for sure. I love too that you just like brought it right back to the Lord. Like, you know, I feel like we can do so many things in an attempt to be like self-helpful and like change our own ways or whatever it is, but we can never do anything without the Lord. And yeah. so, yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like first step is like, just seeking him consistently because like those things he's yeah. going to be starting to work in you and and then too throughout the day like convicting you and reminding you of things and pivoting your speech and all of that um so I love that you brought it like right back to just seeking him and I think too another helpful mindset is something that you brought up earlier bringing it back to words being a beautiful gift and remembering like the power that they have for good like in Christ and and I think that that is just so beautiful like it's not just that we are trying to refrain from saying negative things but that we actually are trying to like be in the opposite direction and be like there's so much good that I can do with my words and how I can encourage other people and lift them up and pray for them and you know like encourage them in the things that the Lord's called them to and all of that yeah. um so realizing that they are a beautiful gift okay so what are some practical things maybe again something from your journal I don't know but like thing practical words that we can use to do that to uplift ourselves biblically um or uplift others biblically I think when it comes to, you know, specific words, I think when it comes to praying and asking the Lord, mm -hmm. to be honest, um, because we're all in different seasons in life and we're all in different stages of life. And so different words are going to mean different things at different times in our life, even too. If you yeah. look at one certain word, it can have many different meanings. And I think that that is so beautiful. And, you know, I just think about practical words that we can use to at least encourage someone is telling them they have the strength of mm -hmm. the Lord with them. I think that, I that strength is a huge word that we can use to encourage people and remind them that they don't have to do anything on their own and they can lean on the Lord for his strength. And another word I would say is truth and being reminded that being rooted in his truth is what sets us free and his truth is what holds the utmost authority. And so when we root ourselves in his truth, then it's going to become more natural for us to have positive words flowing from our mouths and positive words circling around in our brain. And that is how we begin that transformation from 
going from speaking negatively over ourselves and over others to speaking positively over ourselves and others. So there's two words I would say that you can definitely cling to right now and yeah. hold on to wherever you're at in life, whatever stage and whatever season that you're in. Yeah, I especially love the truth one because I think too, like if we're really focusing on truth and we remind ourselves of that, then that really cuts through a lot of the lies that we tell ourselves with words and yeah. tell others with words. So I, yeah, I really love that one. Okay, so I just want to ask you for one bit of encouragement, whether it's related to this topic or unrelated to this topic, um, for the podcast listeners, um, if you just have one thing to share with them, and then we can dive into just where people can get your journal and where they can find you and all that good stuff. A piece of encouragement that I have tried to live out myself and have been really encouraged by is to always encourage others even when it's hard Mm -hmm. to when somebody else gets what you want you choose to encourage Mm -hmm. when somebody else wrongs you you choose to still encourage and that doesn't mean that you have to agree with what they did but still just taking that stance of I'm not going to bring you down because the Lord created me to lift you up and so that's my piece of advice. Just always choose to encourage others, even when you don't want to, and even when it's really hard. That's so good. That's so good. Okay. Tell people where they can (laughs) find you and where they can find um, the words are golden journal. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is just words are golden, one word. And the journal is on Amazon. And then it also will be on Dayspring's website. It's published through Dayspring Publishing, and it will also be on their website as well. That's so exciting. Oh, Allison, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast, sharing your wisdom with us, and encouraging us with sweet, powerful, and true words. It was so good to have you. Thank you so much. It was such a joy and so much fun.